Hello, Joe. Hey, Senor Brad. Como estas? Bien, bien, gracias. Bien, excelente, gracias. excelente. Uh, so, uh, what's going on with you, man? Just, you know, staying busy. Lots of stuff going on. Um, you know, obviously, you know about that giant project. Um, excited for the Doki thing coming out. Gotcha soon. Waiting on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, just so much good news out there that I want to go through today. Um, you know, once we go through all the other stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So real quick, let me, uh, let me share. So I'm hoping you and I aren't a jinx. Uh, this is the first time it's happened. So, you know, there's no precedent here, but, um, yesterday we spent a good amount of time talking about one of my favorite projects, Superfluid, And, uh, of course, um, uh, sometime overnight, uh, their protocol was exploited um on Chidao, which do you know anything about Chidao? i know nothing about Chidao. um we've looked at it a few, it's where my is you know mai yeah yeah you said we've looked at it a few times but we just never quite got i've to it. never really taken a full dip but we should do that a lot of people talk about it in one of my channels but you know these are this these are omi types um and I, the thing i saw on that channel was when it was off 78 percent yesterday or something like that yeah um yeah. they were That's like brutal. what you know wtf kind of stuff yeah yeah, it's brutal. Uh, so Superfluid, there was an exploit, uh, 6.48 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. Um, uh, you know, just brutal that uh, the Chidao vesting contract that uses Superfluid code was exploited. Um, now, it seems like it was completely on the Superfluid side um, in their code, but I'm assuming they'll do a full, um, actually, they say they'll do a full postmortem on it um so they're investigating it as a potential protocol layer exploit uh, they're asking everyone to unwrap all super tokens so um the tokens in superfluid are actually wrapped tokens in order to be able because it's a whole new uh, standard that they've submitted uh for review to become a standard these streaming token capabilities it becomes built into the token um which is what allows it to circumvent uh gas fees and other things that make it more difficult. By the way, yesterday when we were talking about it, Joe, we talked about gas fees and I remembered uh, later in the day that there actually are no gas fees for uh, streaming. So um, anyway. Oh, for super fluid. Yeah, okay. I yeah. was like streaming. I'm thinking about what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so during the incident investigation, our engineering team has identified a vulnerability which was exploited this morning on the Polygon network. A patch has now been deployed. A post-mortem of the vulnerability and attack dynamics will follow. They've identified the attacker's wallet, and they're offering a $1 million security bounty uh, if the hacker returns all stolen funds. Now, from my perspective, this is probably a good deal for the hacker, right? Because now you've got to take all the funds that were stolen. You've got to take them over to Tornado Cash. you got to convert them. You've got to make sure you didn't have any identifying characteristics uh, connected to the wallet that you used. For the exploit, hope you didn't make any mistakes, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas, you know, you could take an easy million, right? You 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 send the funds back. Um, there's they've submitted a return it address, and you get a you get a million bucks, right? So well, and all you got to do is return the funds minus a million. So right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. and the beauty of it is is that um, you know it works like a reverse bug bounty. Now, mm -hmm. I'd much rather people like this actually work with Immunify to solve bug bounties for people instead of stealing people, upsetting people, uh, causing Chi Dao 
to crash, right? Um, because everyone thinks that Qi Dao is vulnerable because of the the problem with uh, superfluid. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so you know the impact you know stretches a lot further than just superfluid and the tokens that were in the superfluid protocol. So. Um, I'd much rather see people use their hacking skills uh, to take bug bounties because, look, a good bug bounty hacker can can like crank it out and make some serious cash, like massive cash, getting bug bounties. So, Shit. Um, yeah, I mean, look, these things run one hundred and fifty thousand, five hundred thousand, a million dollars, two million dollars. There's a shit ton to be made with immunify for these bug bounties, and it's a and you don't have to like you know wrestle with the fact that you're a piece of shit. Right. So and look uh, at your shoulder. Yeah, exactly. And you're helping protocols, you're helping DeFi, you're making a shit ton of money becoming a wealthy person and then um doing good for the community. So hopefully this reverse bug bounty will work. I um have interviewed Francesco from uh Superfluid, the founder, one of the founders, awesome human being, just really great guy. Um, I loved talking to him, was just talking to a member of his team yesterday after um, we'd had the discussion about them, about him coming back on Mission DeFi for another interview to let me know all the cool things they were doing because they were doing the uh, uh, the streaming revenue to NFTs uh, model, which was so cool yesterday. It's just brutal for them to have, um, have such good news happening and then get hit with this. So I'm hoping yeah. they recover. He said uh, he appreciated our support. I told him we would be happy to help in any way we could, if we could, but obviously you and I are not going to be uh, tracking the hacker down, but uh, no. anyway, I, um, yeah. I wish them the best and um, I hope they can regain uh, confidence in their protocol because it's awesome. I mean, it speaks to the fact that, look, one of the vulnerabilities we have as an ecosystem, one of the powers, superpowers we have as an ecosystem is that um, people can make use of composable protocols like this. One of the one of the weaknesses is, is that um, any given protocol having a problem can impact multiple protocols, right? Um, everybody that's, that's built on top of it. So um, we're going to just keep getting better. Um, there will be people that will after the post-mortem help these guys to uh, improve everything about their protocol and make it more secure and safe. I know they took security seriously, but yeah, you know, Dude. it is what it is. I, my, my uh, best to Francesco and the entire uh, team. I, I know they're probably pretty devastated at the moment and stressed and freaking out. And hopefully they're able to uh, get back on the road to recovery very soon with this. Well, quick, quick question. I'm looking at the chart here on she Dow. Yeah, and obviously there is when it plummeted. But if you look when it bottomed, okay, a tweet went out at 2.03 East Coast time. Use User funds on cheat out contracts remain safe, exploit solely on superfluid. But if you jumped in at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, you tripled your money already. Because it's back yeah. to 75. It hit 25, yep. now it's 75. So yep. um, where did the money come from that was exploited? So I believe it was tokens that were wrapped to use for streaming. Oh, so it was in their internal stuff. Okay. Well, it, I, I don't know where they actually get stored. I think the partner that's built the platform, that's built the integration stores them uh, mm. in a vault, but I actually don't know. That's something I should look into a little more closely. Um, but that's my assumption. Uh, okay. It may be that Superfluid actually stores all wrapped, all the tokens that get wrapped. Um, but yeah, it's just... Yeah, well, look, okay. You feel for these guys. Hey, it shit happens, man. But look yep. at this. This is the stuff I like. 
What's the stuff you like? Polygon, baby. Sequoia, $450 million. $450 million. Look, man, this... Um, I mean, how do you not? Like, yeah. I bet they named their own fucking price because when you see it, what the execution of fucking Polygon, you can't, you can't not. You can't not. Oh, wow. This just came up. Fed sees $3.6 billion stolen from Bitfinex hack. Oh. Where the hell did they get that? Sorry, man. That just popped up. <laughs> That's quite all right. That's awesome. Uh, just farming announced sees three point six billion. I'm sure, they'll be crypto. immediately returning it to all the wallets. They arrested Aya to... Lichtenstein and his wife Heather Morgan, scheduled to make initial appearances in federal court later today. Wow, I wonder huh. if they dragged them back or were they in the U.S.? What did they People bust? Did them? they bust them for the hack, or did they bust them for something else and figured out that they had done the hack? Uh, too? Let's see. Largest authorities accused the pair of trying to launder the proceeds of. 120 odd thousand Bitcoin. Uh, the sent the stolen Bitcoin to Lichtenstein's <clears throat> digital wallet today. Federal law, so they had it in their own wallet. Fuck. Compar conspiracy to commit money laundering, maximum sentence because they couldn't years. move it, probably. Conspiracy to defraud the U.S., maximum sentence of five years. So they're looking at 25 years. So good luck with that, boys and girls. Um, but yeah, so look, you know, this is huge though. I mean, Sequoia doesn't get any better than that. No. I mean, I don't know. No. They're up there with Kleiner, NEA, you know, all those guys. They're they're excelled. Oh, they're legendary. They've they're, been in the space forever. I mean they're huge players. Yeah. And this just keeps the narrative going that now you're now that we're getting some little bit of regulatory framework coming in place, um, now you're getting all the big VCs coming in. And they're looking at, it, I guess, as a web three play, but still, um, they're trying to catch up with uh, Andreessen Horowitz. Uh, well, so his name, um, one of the partners, isn't he the one that bought all the Bitcoin that was seized by the federal government in Silk Road? Um, it was Draper. That was Draper. Dra oh, no, that was Draper. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He yeah. bought uh, for a hundred bucks a pop. Yeah. So, and he's Fuck still, it. he hasn't sold any of them. That. Um, you know, you don't have to sell if you got all the other stuff going on. <laughs> but anyhow, so that's good news. Um, I saw one other cool thing. Um, Aleo blockchain, new privacy-minded DeFi, raised $200 million. Um, Love Child of Ethereum and Zcash Privacy is getting funded from SoftBank, which is, you know, obviously What's it called? a behemoth. Uh, Aleo, A-L-E-O. Aleo, Aleo, Bitcoin. <laughs> um, it's a private programmable blockchain network. Um, private programmable blockchain so it's like secret secret yeah that's the way we do it. hey man we got a secret thing we need 200 million yeah um, no i mean it's like secret the blockchain oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah no okay wait what's this oh they're tying it to wonderland a little bit um but privacy deck so good article to read on coindesk um and then one other thing i saw that was oh this i thought was pretty interesting bitcoin lightning network going live on cash app um, Ooh. I don't really, I've never really used cash app, but I know a lot of people who do. Um, What's a Chi Dow's token? Uh, just my M A I, I think. No, the but stable don't they one. Have... Um, might be just did the Qi. stable lose its peg? I uh, no, it held evidently. Um, hold on, I was just on this page. Chi Dow, Chi QI, maybe. Um, I guess it's, it's QI. QI. Yeah, it must be. Where's the? Yeah, it's moving again. Look, it's it's up to almost a dollar now. 
Oh, on the money's... on the stable on my. No, on um Chi. Chi. Yeah, look right there. When we talked Wait. just a second ago, we were here at seventy-five cents. Now we're up at nine, almost ninety. It looks like. So the one on Binance is not the same Chi, I guess. No, there's like five of them. Binance but... is showing 0.07. Yeah, look, let me show you something. Hold on. Uh, chi, look, there's two Chi's, ben, ben Chi and Chi Dao. So this might be the one you're looking at. I don't know. But, you know, being a, a Chinese word, there's probably quite a few. Wait, are um, you, and which one are you looking at? Ben Chi? No, I'm looking at Chi Dao. Oh, Chi Dao. Okay. You can't see my screen? Yeah, I can see it. I'm okay. looking at my screen at the same okay, time. Okay, got it. Just want to make sure I wasn't misleading the, the people. Um, the people misleading the people. Yeah. So look, that's you know more user adoption. And again, back to the crypto transactions under 200 bucks are not taxable events, trackable events. Um, you don't have to report it. This is big again because this brings a bunch of people into play. Um, just like with the PayPal stuff. Just like with Chidao, it's a lot of people using Cash App, not Chidao, Cash App. Um, a lot of people using those apps, you know, they're not banked or they're barely banked. Right. So um, this just brings what everybody wants, um, helping the unbanked be able to use banking type services. So to me, that's pretty big. And I know I know you're a big Bitcoin maxi, so you probably like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maximalism is my yeah. thing. And then uh, what was this? uh wells fargo report global crypto adoption could soon hit a hyperinflection point uh it wasn't it's not too early to invest in this is what they're saying in crypto but clearing regular ro regulatory roadblocks would likely create higher investment options in the future um do you see the do you see what uh, uh google ceo said no what in an interview say? no um so they just started a digital assets team Okay. Uh, to, in the further cloud services and integrating, uh, supposedly integrating crypto payments into Google Wallet. And then he was uh, asked in an interview, something adjacent to that. And he said, uh, we are definitely looking at blockchain and such an interesting and powerful technology with broad applications, so much broader again than any one ac application. We are looking at how we might contribute to the ecosystem. So, um, you know, for a, a publicly traded Alphabet CEO, uh, publicly traded company to be actually making statements from the CEO like that tells you that probably behind the scenes they're doing a lot more. So yeah, um, and you know you could look at that as a good or a bad thing. Um, hopefully, um, their approach is one of you know this is open source. We're not trying to control it. We're just trying to contribute to it and leverage it for our revenue, right? Which I'm good with that. I have yeah. zero problem with that. So. Um, yeah, lots happening, man. All, all kind of looking up all at once. Yeah, Singapore, 13x jump in crypto investments in 2021 from KPMG. I did see something over here. Where was that? Uh, talk about Russia and crypto, how they could collect up to 13 billion in crypto tax each year um, if they, you know, can get it together. Um, and this I thought was funny. Uh, Kazakhstan floating a 500% <laughs> tax increase on Bitcoin miners. Yeah, so I think now the miners are... Yeah, look, I mean, I think the problem is, is that their infrastructure is weaker than ours, which is hard to do. But um, I think they're the miners probably actually are placing too much of a load on their electrical system. But I don't yeah. know. Remember that company we were talking to like four or five years that was in um, they were down in some salt mines or whatever in Kazakhstan. Running uh, yeah. miners, And it yeah. was super cold. Yeah. Um, so they didn't have to they didn't have to cool off the machines. Yeah. 
But look, this is just like when China did their thing and there were jets chartered flying out of uh, China with all the mining equipment coming to the U.S. Look for yeah. the same to happen here. Yeah. I think what's going to be interesting is when the U.S. has more than 51% of the nodes in its geographical territory, what happens to Bitcoin at that point? Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's going to be kind of interesting. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. Uh, a couple other things, um, you know, this good article on in Decrypt on by Eric Voorhees talking about C central bank digital coins are Orwellian spy surveillance nightmare. <laughs> Outspoken libertarian and Bitcoin OG. Um, he's just trashing everything. But good to read for the uh, perspective. Um, I mean, look, you talk about the USDC wallets. I mean, I don't know if I'd quite call that Orwellian, but it's definitely surveillance. Hell yeah. And then finally, um, you know, Valkyrie got approved for their... Um, Mining, I think it's the mining Bitcoin ETF. Uh, Valkyrie, uh, yeah, it's the mining one. I don't see the word here anywhere, but they are doing a Bitcoin mining ETF and they got approved uh, yesterday. I so saw a new Brazilian Bitcoin uh, ETF launched yesterday as well. Look, sounded like people were piling money into that. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of good stuff going on. So, you know, these exploits that roll in occasionally. Um, oh, did you talk about, sorry if I missed it, no. um, Bitcoin uh, Lightning Network went live on Cash App yesterday. Yeah, I just or this said morning. that. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying yeah, attention. Yeah, like 10 minutes. What are you doing over there? I'm fucking trying to find other shit to talk about. <laughs> uh, Chuck, Chuck, uh, half oh. the rock of Gibraltar is crypto servers with ocean cooling now. Really? I didn't oh. know they were doing a bunch of mining there. That's awesome. Well, they probably are sending cool. over their emissaries to Kazakhstan right now. Yeah. What's Bitcoin price like right now, Joe? I think it was at 44-ish. Um, I don't have the window open. Let me just get my thing here. Uh, somebody asked me, is there any news in our Discord? Everyone should join our Discord. Uh, the link is on missiondefi.com. Uh, That's asked 43. Our, yeah, okay. sorry. Somebody asked in our Discord, uh, what's the latest news on Wonderland? I will tell you, I haven't seen anything um, major. So uh, no, I'll, as soon as we have news on what the moves are, I do know that there were ongoing discussions about the proposal that the professor put forward uh, to allow for rage quit, et cetera, et cetera. Some people are getting pissy about it in the community, but I just don't have the time to dive into it. So why um, are they getting pissy? I know. I think some people don't think anybody should be allowed to escape. <laughs> I think. I think they don't want, look, I think there's an argument there is the, of not rewarding the Johnny come lately's, but that's all I would do is just not allow the newest entrants to rage quit. I wouldn't. Yeah. Couldn't uh, you put a time, a times thing on it? Yeah, like you had exactly. kind of before this day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I don't, I really don't know the details. So, and I'm not going to, cause I haven't been following it closely enough to, to keep track. I saw um, it was up to like 400. I saw it was down to 388 now. So yeah, look, I mean, W memo is up to was up to 28,000 mm. earlier. I don't know where it is at the moment, but you know, um, look, if the rage quit gets people 35, 36,000, people are probably going to take it. But anyway, well, um, why can't they just sell it? Well, because if you sell it, you're taking a bigger loss. Oh, you're saying the the proposal to sell it back to the treasury. And right. The treasury the would buy it out with treasury. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. at the 44 number or whatever that's uh, 38. 35, 36, okay. I think is what the math came out to on tokens outstanding versus what's in the treasury. But again, you know. Well, uh, look, you let them do it. Then the price is going to roll up to 36. Yeah. I mean, it's not, 
anybody who's holding is going to make money if you let the people quit who want to quit. I, exactly. I don't see what the problem is here with them. I don't well, know. I guess dude, I do. I We've been talking about it for two weeks, so I see the problem. <laughs> Ineptitude. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Oh, here's an article about a family that put all its money into crypto. Wait, oh, is this Bitcoin family that moved yeah, to Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. I'm, I, I, I still, Portugal's still at the top of my list. Yeah. Definitely um, at the top of my list. Let me see what else we got here. Oh, yeah. So I told you about that Bitcoin by the dip bot. That's an interesting article. Um, oh, so, I, yeah, you know what? I'm going to talk about this a little bit because it annoys me and at the same time was very interesting. So yesterday I watched um, Delphi Digital is a big player in the space, uh, data analytics tools, as well as uh, tokenomics expertise, and they invest in a lot of protocols. Um, and so for walking, I was, um, let me load this up real quick. Uh, for walking, I was taking a look at it because there was a, I saw a tweet from one of the guys on the team at Delphi about uh, this new series they're doing called Disruptors. And the first one happens to be this guy named Brooks Brown that they have invested in his company, NOR, N-O-R, uh, which is a gaming company. Uh, let me close this and share this. So this video, this, this presentation by this guy was absolutely fascinating. Like I learned so much about the history of game mechanics and the history of, um, of games being deployed and the strategies that were deployed and the psychology that's used for gaming. And he took you, took you through this fascinating um, uh, stages of how the gaming industry changed from a revenue perspective, right? And a profit perspective to the point now where we are at the uh, free to play stage, right? Which is my son's addiction, uh, Fortnite, etc. Where you can come play this game for free. You don't pay for the software. You don't do anything. And then they just fucking the average. I think he said in the presentation is the average youth spends fifty dollars a month on skins and bullshit in these games. Wow. Right? So you can be Spider Man. You can be whatever. My son isn't that high, and he won't be unless he starts earning his own fucking money. But uh, anyway, this was, this was, uh, oh, Joe, you okay there? Yeah, I said to get was... water. <laughs> Sorry. I keep a big cooler of, well, you know. I thought you dashed right out and then like fell face flat, flat. No, no, no. It I'm sounded sorry. like it. I so, got plenty of sleep four and a half hours last night. So I'm right. I, I, I think I keep, I think I got four last night. Um, so, he walks through how really the gaming industry has really just become shit because number one, it's this free to play model where everyone's getting fucked financially because they're, I mean, they're the game makers, the big ones are making bucks, but the actual gameplay has gone to shit, right? Like I mm -hmm. talk to my son all the time about the fact that Fortnite is the same fucking thing over and over again. All they do is change the landscape, drop in some fucking backstory and throw a bunch of new costumes that you can buy and pay them to uh, to wear, right? Mm -hmm. But everything else is just the same fucking game. There's no there's no new game mechanics. There's no new nothing. You die, you come back. You die, you come back. Blah blah blah. So, really fascinating. I highly recommend if you want to learn about gaming mechanics, the industry, how it functions, what's going on there, and then the history of it, what's kind of been abandoned that shouldn't have been abandoned, all the way back to arcades 
uh, the first Atari units, everything. This guy did an awesome job explaining it. So I was really excited about it. And I'm like, this is really cool. I'm going to go check out their website, um, which is welcome to nor.com, N-O-R.com. I'm like, this sounds really cool. So here's the here's the gotcha, here's the cool thing that they're doing, right? This is this is a crypto-based or blockchain-based game, right? But the game is if you die, you're dead, right? So everything that you've built up in this ecosystem in this game is gone, right? Wow. Just gone. And you cannot buy anything to improve your gameplay. Right. So the other thing gamers are sick of is somebody can go into their fucking store of a game maker yeah. and buy a gun that blows and kills everybody. And then they win the game. So there's no real skill left. Right. Nobody's actually learning how to play the game and becoming great at the game. So there are no purchasable advantages at, at any stake in the game. And you die automatically. Um, um, wow. and when you die, you're dead and you have to start all over again. And you have to earn your way all the way back from the bottom. Um, and, you know, it's arduous. They have full practice games set up and everything else. So all that's really cool. I'm really excited. I think this is cool. So then the other part of it is that's also cool is, yes, they have a token. And, yes, they will have NFTs. But their entire marketplace model is completely separate from gameplay. In other words, nothing you can do in the marketplace can enhance your gameplay. What it can do is you can buy property in the game. Mm -hmm. You can buy objects in the game. I don't know what other all mechanics, but they are gamifying the marketplace too. And he didn't reveal details about that, but he said it will be as much fun to play in the marketplace as it will be to play the game. That evidently they've hired all these hardcore game devs who are sick of the way the industry is, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, this is, this is awesome. This sounds fucking phenomenal. Somebody's going to like really change the face of gaming. They're really going to make a difference, you know, and you know, bring gaming back to what it what it used to be, right? So I'm all excited about it. And then I go to their FAQ. I'm like, this is really cool, right? Now, the other thing about this, I'm thinking about this is, is that the gaming industry, there's a lot of people opposed to NFTs and crypto and gaming, right? There's a lot of game players that are pissed off about it. And there's a lot of game companies, like we talked about itch.io yesterday, that that's ah, we're not gonna touch that nasty shit, right? So oh, yeah. So it's controversial for a game maker, a studio that has a lot of high-end devs on the team, people that are famous in the industry, to say, yeah, we're going to have a marketplace, we're going to have a token, we're going to have NFTs, they're going to be part of the game, but they won't be part of gameplay. Um, and so I go to the FAQ, and it talks about, you know, they one of the questions is, cryptocurrency and NFTs are terrible for games. Agreed? And they say, agreed. Did I mention we'll be using crypto and currency and NFTs on our platform? And I thought that was kind of funny. So then they said, the question is, what the fuck? Are you serious? And he says, very. But before we explain, please watch Dan Olson's folding ideas video, Line Goes Up. It's an elegant breakdown of everything in the space and a deconstruction of the hype. So I go watch this guy's fucking video. It is like Elizabeth Warren produced oh. propaganda. Like, <laughs> like equating everything in cryptocurrency to the bankers and the bond market in 2008. Like... Like just this like fucking slanted shit. And I'm like, I get that you have to like thread this needle, right? Or you have to be all out. This is what we're doing. We don't give a shit. Fuck you. I think they should have gone that direction. I get you're trying to thread the needle, but don't fucking share stupid ass bias propaganda 
with the world um, and with potential gamers so that you can pretend that you're somehow opposed and for NFT and cryptocurrency. So all of that goodwill that had been built up with me for their project, you know, well, just shot down because these guys are out proposing, um, you know, pushing people to go watch a video that basically paints all of us in the industry as crooks, scum, Ponzi bullshit. So. Yeah, fuck them. Hey, um, so line goes up. Is it? I mean, I, I'm reading the part you're looking at, and it says, "Question: Cryptocurrency and NFTs are terrible for games." Agreed. Agreed. Did I? I'm, I'm wondering if he's saying, "Did I mention we'll be using cryptocurrency and NFTs on our platform?" Is he saying they're not, or is he saying they? No, are? they are. He okay. was trying to. I think they're trying to be funny, right? Okay. Right. And their point is, we're not using them for game play, right? Mm -hmm. They're they're creating a separate market where. The NFTs can be used as land, et cetera, in game, but they are not game enhancing play. They don't give you powers. They don't make the, your gaming experience. You know, they don't make you superior anyway, which well, I think they is a smart stuff, move. Like digital acts, like they're doing skins and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but, but, right. but they're not allowing it to enhance gameplay, right? Which is cool. Plus they're gamifying the marketplace in some way that they haven't revealed. Also okay. very cool. And then you look at this stupid ass video and it's like, oh my God. I mean, at first I was watching this video and I'm like, wow, this is a really awesome breakdown of how cryptocurrency works. And then he starts sliding in these fucking subliminal biased bullshit into the video. And I'm like, okay, well, this guy's obviously got a fucking agenda. And, and it is that all cryptocurrency and all NFTs are bad, useless, criminal bullshit. This is Dan? Uh, Dan no, Olson? Dan Olson, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like, look, either either all in or all out don't fuck around right don't pretend you're like some crusader for for making it better and then share with the world that 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 fucking video has like 4.5 million views and yeah, i don't even know why they put it on there it seems I, it, it's the stupidest shit i've ever seen and it's like trying to like have it both ways right they want to i know what they're thinking okay we have all these people that are opposed to nfts and crypto and gaming so we're going to pretend like we're making it better but we agree with the people that say it's all horrible and bad, right? Well, and know, it's like, it's like, fuck you. Don't be well, such a wimp. Of, most of the dudes in gaming that I run up against are just total assholes. Yeah. I yeah. can't see them being like some mamby-pamby. Uh, that's what know, I don't not, get. And if you yeah. watch his presentation, it's brilliant, right? The guy's mm -hmm. obviously smart. He understands the, the inner workings of the mechanics and psychology of gaming. He's building this game to make it better. All of that was awesome. I was really excited. I'm like, this sounds fucking awesome. I even sent it to my 15 year old son. Like you could have watched this. And, and then I go to the site and see that shit. And I'm like, dude, seriously, you know, so what does he mean? Last pick a side. Third, third paragraph of the, um, uh, so I watched the video and it seems like Dan's criticism are directed towards your company. And then the last sentence of that third paragraph, the current system of crypto was arranged in a specific formation to do all the terrible stuff we just talked to you about. <laughs> But that arrangement isn't the only arrangement. I mean, what, what is he talking about? What they're about? saying is our model is going to be better. We're not like the scams in the crypto world. We are better. We've created a better crypto model, right? That's yeah, what he's whatever. trying to say. Good it's luck. It's just like, what the fuck, dude? Don't and and then and then here's my thing. What the fuck, Delphi? <laughs> like your entire business is built on crypto. Your your entire your industry is crypto. And you're back in a company that's basically out, you know, spreading propaganda to destroy it. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I'm sure they justify it in their minds saying, well, 
we're doing you know, it anyhow. <laughs> it's gonna and yeah. you know it's just marketing and they're just trying to get customers and blah blah blah. It's like look, pick a side, man. You know, I would be instead of this Dan Olson video, I would be picking a video that kind of explains it what explains happens. The shit, yeah. You know, talks about how artists are being able to throw off their corporate overlords that only want them for commissions and do yeah. their own original artwork and NFTs or how NFTs digital acts, how you can do it in fashion and skins and, you know, things like that, that you can essentially trade and pick up. Like you kill someone, maybe you get their loot or something like that. As I saw in another game. I mean, there's ways to, to say it that don't talk about, you know, hacks and exploits and blah, blah, blah. Cause I don't even know what this guy's bitching about, to be honest. Yeah. I don't have any problem. I don't have any problem with people pointing out the bad actors in the space. I got yeah. no problem with that, but don't fucking paint this entire industry as useless, scammy bullshit. That, that shit is, it's like, and, and it's like, so you're basically going to eliminate, you know, all of crypto people from wanting to have anything to do with it. At least people that care about crypto. Yeah. Because why the fuck would anybody want to come do business with you and buy your game and, and, and make you successful when you're fucking basically telling, saying all of us are shit, you know? Yeah. So, well, and then you're promoting a video that's probably Dan Olson just probably has something up his ass because he missed buying Bitcoin at a thousand yeah, or something like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Everybody I just, in his family bought it. Look, I, I get it. They're worried about threading the needle. It's a weird thing. Own it. Be yeah. rebellious. Say why it's better, but don't fucking like paint the entire industry. So anyway, I've got a couple of contacts at Delphi. I'm going to be like, I was going to tweet about it, but I decided I'll private message some of these guys. How much did like, Delphi put in here? I have no idea. The, the the show is a Delphi show, and he talks about the fact that Delphi was one of their first backers. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I but, kind of but, wonder about but, look, you you I, when I when you say you die once and you're out of the game, that's kind of interesting because you, you're going to be losing a lot of users all the time. Um, well, you don't lose users because they'll once they're addicted to it and they've honed gameplay and they've they're trying to get up. I mean, he talks about it in the psychology of it. He talks mm -hmm. about the fact that it used to be games like even even uh, what was the blocks game Tetris? Even that yeah. had this um, what did he call it? It's like something to attain, right? And so you constantly can get better at it. So they call it easy to learn, difficult to master, or hard to master is the model. So it's easy to learn. You can layer in your skills little by little by little by little by little, and then your goal is to get to the, like the the top number one be the best and so what happens is you build up all those skills in this case if you die you fucking die so you have to start all over again but you still have the skills that you learned along the way right so oh you're not kicked out of the platform okay. no you can come back in and play but you have to start all over every player is a unique nft that's the other part of the nft model every player is an absolutely unique nft no two alike which is cool really cool but you know i just it, but I will tell you this. Um, it go to um, I'll, I'll post. I'll I'll tweet this out. Uh, <laughs> the domain is uh, members.delphidigital.io/reports/disruptors. Blah blah blah. Um, I'll do a I'll do a bitly for it. Uh, oh, yeah, they got a bunch of NFT drops coming. I see. Yeah, progeny of the nine. 81 NFT drop. The next is a 729 NFT or oh, 729 Immortals. So how do you get in on the drop? 
Is there a here's the here's the Discord link for thing? everybody? So the Bitly link is bitly forward slash one nor brooks one n o r brooks. I highly recommend the video is fucking phenomenal. I learned so much in this video. That's why it was so disappointing to go to their website and see that. But the guy's brilliant and obviously understands the inner workings of gaming. And there are a ton of things in this video that can be applied to businesses, to commerce, to all kinds of shit. So highly, highly recommend spending the time to watch the video because the video is awesome. Um, it's just the company's not so much. Hey, you know what we should do next? Can you pull up a fire chart? Chuck said that message is what happens when you have homemade marketing. A good brand management firm would have a better handle on customer sentiment. Yeah, I totally agree, Chuck. Uh, Let me see. I just want to see where the bands are right now. I'll see if I can find Kingfisher real quick, too. I haven't loaded in this new browser yet, so now i got to go back and remember the fucking email. Uh, Don't worry about it, man. I'll find something. Hey, are you? That was you. Um, Kingfisher. Let's see what they're showing. What is this one? This is that's a February 5th. That's too far back. All right, what do we got? Because I know it looks to me like well, you know, everything's off about two and a half percentage. I just saw an article saying things were dropping off a bit, so yeah, you know, I think everybody gets taking profits. You know, where were we at last week? 35 or something? 36? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and we're at 43, roughly. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think we're going to see a big lid sitting there at 43 when we see the fire chart. Or a, what's this? Uh, okay. I might be able to do this one. Let me see here. Pull this over here. This is a pretty good one. Do you got one or I'll just share? No, nah, go ahead because I'm not. This isn't the fire chart. This is something I saw on Kingfisher, so I'm not. You might have to help us interpret this. Um, it's not the. It's not as good and elegant looking as yours, but you can see where these floors are, I guess. And I don't know what the time. What is this time here? February. Maybe that was. Oh, this is in Europe, so. I don't know, but you know, you can see all the support here and I guess the lid is right there at 46. I'm curious what it looks. Maybe I could find a fire chart real quick while you're. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get in. I, I haven't logged in in this browser and I don't want to start over again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I get it. Yeah. You guys have these ones rolling in like every two hours. So let's see if I can. Yeah. The ones in the chat are there. Yeah. I'm just coming in here right now, finding the latest at 1230. So, Nope. I see this. Purchase it. I'm registered. Uh, click on LEO token, Twitter. It's been about anonymous people. A lot's about the Bitfinex. Uh, God, I can't believe that they let. Here we go. 3.6 billion sit in. Um, Here's your chart. Why don't you talk to people about this? You know this better than me. Tell you, please. Uh, um, well, it looks like this got pulled at 38, right? Look at yeah. that. Is that gone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's gone. 
Yeah, that's not so, a lot happening there. Look at 40, you've got a little bit. What's the mouse over that and see how much is there? Is that where? broken or is that solid at 40? It looks pretty solid. What mouse yeah, over it? If you mouse over it, it should tell you the the volume. Um, no. What the fuck? Not in. I have maybe it's a, it's the. Oh no no this bot. is a static yeah. chart. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, this sorry. is the Fred bot thing. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so well, what's interesting? Look at what's going on though. Is now you see that the big whales, you know, because we talk about this green line a lot, this right. twapping line. Yeah, that's one hundred to one thousand to hundred. Yeah, one thousand to ten k. So people are breaking up institutionals are breaking the orders up small smaller yeah and so that they track that's what we think a lot of this is or at least the dialogue in your channel but what was interesting here what is time that, was this chart this is the latest one so um i think it's two hours ago um because look at the whales yeah 1600 i think that's probably switzerland time maybe um uh yeah yeah so that would you know i think six that was hours about, ahead 10.30 is probably my guess. Or yeah. no, it must be 11 a.m. because the new chart hasn't come out yet, which probably comes out at 1, our time. But look at what's – so look at these. This is all orders. And then look at the the whales, the you know 1 to 10 million, as it kind of fell off, and now it just took off up again. And that's in you know the last half hour or so. So right. – you still see a lot of buying. I mean, the only ones that aren't real active is the hundred to a thousand dollar wallets. Um, but when you see something like this, you know that gives you a feeling that maybe um, everybody's waiting to see what happens. Yeah. At this point, but I don't see anything setting up down below here big. Like you see how this set up here, the yellow. Because um, the lighter the color, the brighter the color, the more it is, right? Yeah. I see yes. Right here. Yeah. The so, yeah. 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 Okay. And so that was a defensive line put in. And then here, this just got pulled. But I think everybody's probably sitting around to see what happens here, what happens here. But, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't look that bad. No, right now it's looking okay. And I'll have this uh, – I'll get fire charts loaded up so we can start refer referencing it every day. Okay. Uh, that way we can pull it up for people to see. Um, that's the yeah. fire charts product from my company, uh, Material Indicators. It's one of the – 20 or so dashboard tools we have available for users so yeah it's a really good product and the channel is very valuable too there's a lot of i yeah. noticed some people were and that's back, free like, you don't have to join to be in the yeah channel you might want to share that link sometime do you still need a link to join it um you can join it from our website so you go to okay. materialindicators.com got it um, but that, yeah, I've got, so it's one that between that Kingfisher, Jarvis, you know, and then all the various 30 other channels I'm in. That's why I never get to discord everybody. Sorry about that. Dennis said would be really cool to go through some of the top telegram groups to be part of, to get this type of info. Not right. sure which party was referring to. I think what we're just talking about, okay. you know, like the material indicator stuff. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's this one. Um, is the link in here, dude? Or do I can I get a link and just pull it? Let's see. Uh, yeah, oh no, yeah. it has to be an admin. An admin. Here, I'll has do it. To... I'll do it. This is a great channel. You got sixty three hundred members, lots of institutional people in there, and plus a lot of big uh, OG Bitcoin people that are just sitting on stacks and doing um, yeah and burp trading not, around it. Do yeah. not come into that channel planning to spam, shill, or be disrespectful to people. We are we are liberal oh. with the ban hammer. We are. Oh, it goes fast too. We so, do not. You 
We do not fucking tolerate it. And our community is worse about it than we are. The admins that we've appointed, they're like, they don't take any bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, sometimes well, I cringe a little. The channel has a reputation of if you're going to make a statement or a forecast, you got to back it up, back it up references. Yeah. You know, like you can't do what I do and say, oh man, you know, like everything sort of feels yeah. <laughs> like it's going that direction. I don't ever talk in that channel. I just gather intel. But yeah. it's definitely one to check out because it forms a lot of my intuitive analysis, you know. There's some like, big brain fucking good people in there. Yeah, some are like a lot of heavy hitters. Yeah. Um, the other one I like is Kingfisher. Um, I don't know. I, I think you can – I don't remember how to export it. I think you just search for it. And, well, here it is right here. Uh, the Kingfisher underline BTC underline chat. You know, t.me backslash the Kingfisher underline BTC underline chat. Right. Um, again, lots of good stuff in here. People pull stuff from other sites and other um, things. It's not, I don't think it's quite as good as the dialogue and material indicators channel, but I think they have a lot of tools too that complement what material indicators has. Yeah. So at the top, you always will see like, you know, a bunch of pinned messages, um, you know, talking about different you know, trends and liquidation amounts and, um, you know, other aspects that people look at. So, you know, these two are the ones I try to look at a lot. Um, and then is there any other one in here? I think I got Jarvis Labs in here. Oh, that's a rocking one. That Kilroy Dow team is pretty cool, man. Oh, Jarvis Labs right here. I love this one. I don't, I know you guys don't spend a lot of time on it. I don't think, but, uh -oh. Um, this is a really good one too. Uh, T.me backslash Jarvis underline labs. This is Ben Lilly and those guys. So they do a lot more macro stuff. Like I like to talk about. Um, they're the ones that is an article on there um, on Substack uh, espresso and just Google Substack espresso uh, Ben Lilly. And you'll find an article from January 15th on uh, how Euro dollars forecast um, future interest rates or future uh, inflation rates in the U S and so how you can look at that and then see what the market's thinking, where interest rates or inflation is going. Um, super smart guy. And I can't remember his partner, I think Ben something. Um, but they it's another good piece of analysis to take a look at. Here's a here's a link for the uh, I'm gonna stop sharing Telegram oh, group. It's bit.ly forward slash DL for DeFi lunch MI1. Uh, let me uh, post it as a banner so people can see it. Yeah, I'm not even in that one. Yeah, that's the same group. I just created a new. Okay. Uh, I just created a new link for it. This is this is the main material indicators Telegram group. Okay. I just created a. a oh, I see. For it. So that's well, the way to get those guys to get us a referral fee, man. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I'll be sure to send that over. <laughs> Move to money one. from your pocket, to left yeah. pocket to yeah. the right pocket. Exactly. <laughs> so it's Bitly forward slash uh, D. For DeFi lunch, MI for material indicators one, DLMI one. We'd love to have you guys join. There's a shitload to learn there. Um, feel free to check it out. A lot, a lot of really smart people, much smarter than me, uh, that hang out there and share their brains with the community. Just behave and be nice, and you'll be welcome there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of I, I talked some in the beginning, but I realized there's a lot of people there that know this stuff better than me or did then. Yeah. And particularly in the areas I like, um, you know, directional stuff, 
Um, and there's a lot of raw intel in there. So, you know, you got to wade through hundreds of messages a day, but you get the two hour updates on the heat map. And then if you yep. want to, if you're really going to trade, you know, you should get a subscription um, to get all the other tools. Because Definitely should get a subscription yeah, while I you're mean, there. Get a, get a, get a three year subscription. Go, go do that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can get you a discount if you send me. You know, if if you bucks if you wallet. get a three if you get a three year <laughs> subscription, uh, send me a DM. I'm gonna give Joe a dollar fifty. <laughs> Is there a difference in the Kingfisher and the Kingfisher chat? I have no idea, dude. Yeah, I'm not I don't sure. know enough about Kingfisher. I think it's the same thing. I mean, I think this is a chat for the Kingfisher. Um, this is the you know the big one, the the one that you would find everywhere. Like you know, um, so if you just Google it, you'll 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 find this, and it's yeah. the same thing. Um, all right, so somebody put something out. Let's see, what are these guys saying now? Hold on. What? Sorry, guys. Um, Damn, he didn't silence his ringer. Can you believe that? Shit? Yeah, no, I'm just fucking. Well, that's my daughter. As I reach no, over to sign, silence my ringer. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and this, okay, so this is something that we just looked in, was posted in the Kingfisher, and I'm assuming that this is coming out of their product. They do some stuff a little bit differently. Now, nah, this um, is. Um, what is this? CryptoQuant? What is this? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. There's another competing heat map product with us that does those little heat balls and things. I don't remember what it is. Uh, uh, oh. I don't know. Well, you know, you look at it all because. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, know, please. Look. Yeah. There is nothing that can give you everything. And everybody has a different approach to trading, right? Every single approach is different. And, and they should be. Like, People that blindly follow recommendations from other people are bound to lose money because yeah. those people aren't going to be calling you up and saying, you know, I've been rethinking that. I'm dumping everything, right? So you, you, it's fine to take in and respect the opinions of people. There are several people that I really respect, and, but you got to combine the signals, right? You need to aggregate, create your own meta signal from everything. So, for example, there are probably five or six people in the material indicators group that I absolutely trust uh, their opinions. I don't think they're gospel that, that, that they're going to happen and everything's preordained. But I do know that if I look at those four guys and then I look at some things in our tools that I like to look at, that I can make a pretty informed decision at that point. So um, mm -hmm. don't follow one person. Get a lot of opinions. That's why I like our chat room, because um, it's it's uh it's a lot of smart people so yeah they predominantly do the high-end stuff too um not diving they're, they're certainly not doing rebase tokens and things like that oh no there's they no real DeFi happening there yet it's primarily centralized exchanges there's a little bit here and there happening um and the show helps bring i think some of those folks in but yeah. uh um it, it'll happen it'll happen it's just you know these are people that are used to trading on centralized exchanges and learning DeFi is obviously we all know is not an easy thing to to move to. So they'll yeah, be here soon it, enough. Don't worry. Yeah, and a lot of them too. They're they already have the stacks of Bitcoin, and they're yeah. just going long and short around yep. to preserve the stack and eat yep. out some winnings. So yeah. they aren't betting it in the sense they're protecting it. <laughs> exactly. Trying to grow it slowly. So exactly. You got a lot of high end, and for some of those guys in there, think everything but BTC is a shit coin. 
Yeah, that's true. Well, there are a few maxis in there, but yeah. some of the smartest people in there. There's a guy in there, um, Sean XBT, who is has been making oh, yeah, a, super a, a brilliant living for a very long time market making on centralized exchanges. But he knows his shit, man. I mean, he's just been doing this for so long on Bitcoin only that it's almost like a sixth sense for him now. You know, he he just has a feeling for when shit's going to happen. It's like an organic thing for him now. Because when you've been watching these charts and programming bots to these charts for, for that many years, you just kind of get a sense of what Bitcoin's going to do, you know? And that's, so I really like, uh, I like make, paying attention to yeah. him. Yeah. No, no, I always read his stuff. He's one I focus on. And also you think, okay, if you've been around that long, then you know all the guys that have been around that long and you're talking yeah. to all those guys. So it yeah. almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. Um, so he's the guy, uh, what is his tag? XBT? XBT 3D, 3D, 3D or something? I think that's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot, very prolific. Another guy in there I thought was is Loner, who's very smart. Yep. Um, who's smart. you know an international guy too. And um, uh, Dumbo seems pretty smart in there too. Um, yeah. A lot of his stuff. I saw yep. he returned recently. Um, and then we have cashed. a premium channel for the people that subscribe to our premium thing. And that's a much smaller group of folks. And most of them are uh, institutional level folks. So mm. anyway, Joe, that is all I got for the day, man. I'm just kind of rambling the fuck on. So no, it's cool. We threw a bone to your, you guys, material indicators. Thanks, and appreciate that. You know, yeah. talked about all the great stuff going on today. A couple of little negative things, but you know, that's just the cost, the price of doing business. Um, yep. Just be careful. Don't commit the whole stock. You know, I like the strategy of 25% and then hold back 70% of whatever I was going to do. And if it runs well, you know, I don't really chase it at that point. I just cash out. Yeah. Um, if it drops, I put more in. So, you know, don't lose the stock. And eventually you're like these guys that Brad's taught, Brad knows where they don't ever sell it and they just trade you know, put some calls around it, yep. um, straddle it and then, yep. you know, adjust those and they make huge money. So yeah. that's where everybody wants to get. Um, or at least, you know, have one of those guys set up a fund and we all give it to them. So we don't have to deal with this shit anymore. <laughs> so exactly. it's like, but anyhow, hey. buddy, I will talk to you probably six more times today. So yeah, hang out for a couple of minutes. I had a thought. Yeah, sure. Um, Everybody, thank you so much for watching and listening. Love you guys. Uh, appreciate everything you're doing. Please don't hesitate to send us ideas and thoughts around the show, projects you want us to discuss. Joe, we haven't done any DJ shit in a bit, so time to yeah. I just been time to find time, something. time to yeah. time to sell some DJ shit out there. So, um, love well, all you of know, you all. Please rate, well, review, subscribe, tell your friends and family. One more thing. Um, don't forget what we talked about the other day. You know that we. You know, what we're thinking about doing is setting up something where people can um, ask us about the project and do some kind of like uh, reviewing of it. Now, you know, maybe you want to give us your competitors projects since we talk about things and they get hacked the next day. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, well, if it happens enough, we'll just charge a fee not to talk about them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mafia play. I feel so bad. For those not guys. To I hate seeing such a great project with a great team who obviously really give a shit, who are creating something that can have a dramatic impact on kind of society as a whole. Uh, it's just so painful for me to have that happen to them. I just, yeah, it's well, brutal. they're good guys. They'll hang tough. Yep. They'll rebound. So yep. hang Absolutely. in there super fluid and uh, everybody else have a great day and we'll yeah. talk to you soon. Take Bye. care folks.